0: Today, we're diving into what we fill our minds with, why it matters, and how to alter the reality that we'll experience going forward in the future. Now, I fully understand that this episode specifically is going to push the bounds of your consciousness. This episode is just purely not going to be for everyone. That's okay. It's not meant to be. This particular episode is a combination of multiple different facets of things that have happened or appeared in my life over the past two weeks, and then really going back over 18 months. And what this ultimately entails is tying into last episode, where we really start to look at what does it take to change? And not change on the surface level, but what does it take to change inside of our own lives and inside of our own minds? You know what what would be possible for you if you no longer allowed your mind to creep into the realms of what you do not have? Have you thought about that before? I mean, honestly. Think right now of all the limiting beliefs, negative self-talk, poor self-image that you have allowed to creep in your mind over the past twenty-four hours. It was it once, was it twice? You're not keeping a running tally, but certainly, as I ask you this question, you know a certain number of times where you just haven't been so kind to yourself. you focused on, oh, I don't have enough money. You've allowed thoughts to creep in of, I can't, that's not for me. I, I, I don't have what it takes to do that. There's always these thoughts that go into how we view ourselves. Every one of us has them. This is not to beat you up, but... More to bring into your awareness that you have these thoughts. And so from acknowledging that you have these thoughts, and let's say that was just five times yesterday, that just five key instances pop in your head as we speak right now. Well, let's say you're much like me and you're 35 years old. And much prior to 18, the thoughts that you had might not have been so focused and so diligent. But at some point you began comparing yourself to other people, Determining what was possible for you versus others. And really starting to beat yourself up. So, For me, that's 17 years. So I have to assume that could be true for you. 17 years of just five negative thoughts a day. So it's 17 years with 365 days a year. That's 6,205 days times those five negative thoughts is 31,025 negative thoughts. Think about that. 31,000 negative thoughts. And let's say, just by some stroke of luck, that those negative thoughts only stick in your head for two minutes, which is very unlikely if you're anything like me. But that's 62,000 minutes. That's 1,034 hours which is 43 days worth of negative thoughts that have occupied your mental space over the past 17 years. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, this is essentially a reverse engineering into Darren Hardy's compound effect, which ends up being where the sum total of the small things that we do over a period of time. But that sum total works not only for positives, but also the things that aren't so positive like the negative belief system. And so now that we've taken a a brief look at just how quickly we can be stuck in negativity, what happens when we shift that? You see, the majority of us were raised in a Newtonian system of physics. And if you're not familiar with Sir Isaac Newton, he's the one that basically said life is cause and effect. I mean, how many times have you heard that before? Right, he's sitting underneath a tree, he's writing in a book, the tree happens to be an apple tree, the apple falls down, and hits him on his head, and he determines, ah, it's gravity. The gravitational force pulled that apple down from the tree and hit me square on the head. Gravity caused the effect. And you, much like myself, have been taught this our entire life. This isn't every school system anywhere. This has to be, right? This is just what it is. And while I'm certainly not discrediting the belief system of physics, what I am beginning to challenge is that cause and effect methodology. Right, as physics has gotten more and more advanced, we are tapping into quantum physics and quantum mechanics now. And quantum physics essentially goes from cause and effect to that we cause the effect. Yes, essentially, that if you don't produce something, if you don't mentally project it out there, that it doesn't actually happen. I know this is woo-woo, right? This is spiritual, but hold on. I'm going to run an example by you. Sometime around 2010, there was a study conducted with 3,393 participants. And these 3,393 participants all happened to have sepsis from a local hospital. Now, this 3,393 participants were bifurcated, right? Split up into two separate groups. One group, at random, had strangers see their name, see their ailment, and put positive energy into thoughts about them, that they would heal more quickly, that they would feel better more quickly, that they were loved, all these incredible, beautiful things. The other half of the individuals weren't, right? They were just left alone. And this was completely separate, conducted at random. There was no way to know. And of course, wouldn't you believe that the half of the participants that were showered mentally with praise, with good thoughts, with healing, they were viewed on three separate planes. First plane was how quickly did their temperature decrease, right? Because from sepsis, you have a a heightened temperature. Secondarily was how quickly did they get out of the hospital? And the third variable was if they passed away or not, right? How, did it extend their life overall? Well, somewhere right around 20% of the individuals that were filled with positivity, not in person, right? It would be like me right now knowing your name, looking at a sheet of paper with your name on it and just saying like you're, you're, you're going to heal, you're going to get better, things are going to be good. That group of those individuals, their temperature decreased between 20 and 22 percent on average versus the control versus the ones that weren't thought of in such a positive light. Right now, of course, maybe that would be a fluke. I started looking at how much more rapidly they got out of the hospital. Their average hospital stay was three and a half days shorter. Okay, so now, now we have people that. Had a lower temperature quicker, and they got out of the hospital quicker. Still could be a fluke. I get it, right? It's not. It's not a guarantee. Some we look at the longevity of their life. Did their life change when they got out? That data was fairly inconsequential. They lasted a little longer. They lived a little bit longer, but not exponentially more. Right? Two to three percent. But pretty f- profound, isn't it? Profound in the nature that people, when filled with positivity, with spending time to mentally progress them forward, even though the two individuals didn't know each other, that the group that was thought of in a positive light had a lower temperature and healed more quickly. It's brilliant. But the study is not over yet, my friend. You see, the the unique part about this is no hospital in the right mind would have 3,393 cases of sepsis going on at the same time. That hospital would be out of business immediately. So these sepsis participants were actually from 1990 to 1996. The entire study was done at random. The numbers and names were picked at random. And yet somehow, when the records were reviewed, and went back and looked at the study, the group that was, I'll say, prayed for, healed more quickly 20 years earlier. That, my friends, is tapping into the quantum unknown. That is quantum mechanics and quantum physics at its finest. I know right, right away. This is, this is where it gets crazy. Like, How could this, how could this be? None of this makes sense doesn't make sense because you might not have been brought to your awareness before. It doesn't make sense because it's not a Newtonian model. But what if, just what if, you walk with me on this path and you start to audit what you fill your mind with and you decide to consciously change your thought process? How much different could your life be? I mean, there's a few thought leaders that have existed over the time of you know, my studying that have shared some version of what you think about you bring about. And that really started with Napoleon Hill. Right? He was the kind of the godfather of personal development. He's the one that traveled around the world meeting high caliber individuals, interviewing them, spending time with them and learning about them. Right? The J.P. Rockefellers, or I'm sorry, the J.P. Morgans, the Rockefellers, really powerful people. And he of course shared all this in a series of books. And one of the one of the key principles for him is basically what you think about, you bring about. So you might as well think about the positivity that exists in the world to create the best mental self image of yourself. But you know that was old. That was nineteen hundreds. He was a fluke. I right, so then you fast forward to a Dr. Wayne Dyer, kind of the next evolution, the next man that I've studied, and he too believes. In tapping into this, what is now referred to quantum field. That what you fill your mind with, what you plant, the seeds that you plant in the garden of your mind will harvest fruit much quicker than you can believe. Unfortunately, those seeds can be both negative and positive seeds, but you get to choose every moment of every day, the seeds you're willing to plant. So he would encourage you to plant the positive seeds. But maybe Napoleon Hill and Wayne Dyer aren't your cup of tea. Maybe we springboard into Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins says over and over again, what your mind can see, your body can achieve. Over and over. Countless studies, countless individuals he's worked with to reframe what's possible based off their internal belief system, what they focus their mental energy on, and how they produce going forward. And if it's not him, I've been spending this entire week with an incredible gentleman Reverend Michael Beckwith. And he has created an entire series, an entire life around metaphysics, quantum physics, and tapping into this field. And his work, he says over and over again, that what we emit energetically is what comes back to us. So when we emit a positive frequency and vibration based off the way that we speak to ourselves in our head, we are instantly tapping into the future version of ourself that brings that to us. There's another really powerful and impactful person that believes the same message. Then we can even get more tactical and talk about Dr. Nicole LaPera and her future self journaling, which essentially is pausing your mind midstream of the limiting beliefs, the self deprecation that we go through and shifting what's possible into really dialing in new behavioral patterns, new neural pathways, where we focus on the positives of ourselves and eliminate the negatives. There's four or five people that are brilliant, high-level producers that all are talking about some variation of the same. But what's wild is, most individuals that I work with, that I coach, that I talk to on the street will say, this stuff is crazy. It doesn't work, right? This is manifestation. This is this is nonsense. Inherently, in some capacity, I don't know that I disagree with that. It's simply not enough to sit down and think about positive things. You're going to have to take action. Nothing, you can't sit there and pray something into existence, in my opinion. But you can mentally take an image, create a belief system around it, Eliminate the negative self-talk that surrounds why you can't achieve it. And then from that mental place, strive to achieve it every day. That's what, that's what makes the change. Right? This essentially is going beyond knowing something and tapping into knowing how. Right? That's really the first key point in this idea of replacing the mental trash that we carry around with things that are going to propel us forward. So manifestation, the way that I would have had it taught to me would have been something of just, well, you just think about the things you're going to achieve and just pray really hard. Just, just get them in your mind. Just focus on them, right? You want a million dollars, just focus on a million dollars. And while that might work for some the methodology that I adhere to is yes, i let's say I want this magic number of a million dollars. And so I sit down and I feel the million dollars. I know what it's going to feel like. I visualize what those zeros look like in my bank account when I log in. With all those zeros in my bank account, I get that warm, tingly feeling, that feeling of love and abundance, that feeling of just infinite success, that feeling of gratitude to what I have achieved. But then I look and think, well, how did I achieve this? How did I achieve this goal? And it's instantly, without giving it any thought, I achieved this goal by helping people. By pouring my love and energy into people that are willing to receive it. And I was able to do this over a period of five years. And from this five years, I can, I can feel the love that I'm receiving from the people that I've helped. And I can feel the abundance that they've received from working with me. And all of a sudden, I know how the million dollars is going to come. So I can feel the million dollars. I can see the million dollars. I can know how the million dollars comes in. And I'm attaching my emotions to it all throughout the process. that itself becomes incredibly impactful. Just like making change as a choice becomes impactful, not a reaction. Right? The majority of individuals that I first come across, we're all wired when our back's against the wall to finally like have that thing click in, right? We're not wired for failure. So when that thing clicks in or our back's all the way against the wall, magically we produce at that high level. That high level, we get more things done than we thought possible. We make that little bit of extra money to get us through to next payday. We do the things that are impactful in the moment to create a shift. But those are all reactionary. Those aren't actual meaningful and impactful changes in life. Those are things that only get us by for the moment. You have to actually make change a choice. You have to choose to want to have that forward momentum on a daily consistent basis. Because when you change your belief, you end up changing your life, which is what this episode's about. It's changing your belief system. Because the old way of thinking has gotten you exactly where you're at now. And I'm not inherently saying that the way you think has led you to a bad life. I bet your life is wonderful. Matter of fact, I know your life is wonderful. I just don't know if you know how wonderful your life can be. I don't know if you realize just how much you're capable of. That no matter what religious doctrine you adhere to, I don't even care if you're atheist and you believe we came from a Big Bang. A Big Bang means we would have came from one source. One thing would have happened. No different if you believe we came from God or if you're more spiritual like I am and God is a source of energy. We came from one thing. And if we came from one thing, then we are attached to that one thing. It means we're all attached to one another. This would then mean we all have a certain sense of divinity inside of us. We are divine beings. Well, if you're divine, if you are one of a kind, if you are filled with divinity inside and out, then how could you produce anything less than a miracle? The only reason you don't is because what's trapped in your own mind. You're not accessing the greatest level of self. So when you change your belief in yourself that you are the divine, you are the infinite creator. You can and are supposed to have everything you want plus things you can't even imagine seeing right now. You end up beginning to connect yourself to everything that is the quantum field. Because this quantum field, this way that we live, it is all around us. We're connected to everything. The past, the present, and the future in the quantum. All there is is the eternal now. And both sides of this equation only exist in our mind. Hence, the relationship with these thirty-nine hundred—I'm sorry, thirty-three hundred ninety-three participants from the hospital that had sepsis. It just so happened to be now twenty-five years ago, and the fact that somehow the ones that were prayed for in the current moment got out earlier back then—how is that possible? What's well, possible because ultimately our thoughts, our prayers, our intentions all affect the past, the present, and the future. So what you are filling your mind with right now, the thoughts that creep in, they are controlling what is possible. They're actually altering what happens now. It's crazy to think about that those 43 days that you have used over the past 17 years— To create your reality. Those 43 days trapped in purgatory. Of you're not good enough. You can't produce high enough. You're not magical enough. You're not divine in your own power. That's wasted time. That's simply bringing about more of what you already have. Which isn't what you want. So why not begin to shift your focus. Into things that are bringing about a chance. Of collecting the things that you desire. What, because somebody else shoots you down and says, no, 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 that's not how it works for us. Maybe because someone else has a better idea, you think, and they've got to the market first. It's all a bunch of nonsense. Because inevitably, you're searching for a new outcome. And a new outcome actually comes with a new state of mind. You might have heard the, the conversation before, we can't solve a problem from the same place we created. So the mental aptitude that you have to create the problem that you exist that exists in your life currently, unless you shift, unless you learn a new skill set, grow with some mental acumen, do something to progress your life forward, there will be no way for you to solve that problem because you created it. You won't know something greater to get past it. It just doesn't happen. So we have to truly begin to shift our state of mind. We have to understand what is possible. But in order to get what you want, you must believe and act 100% accordance to that belief. That's where all this manifestation stuff goes wrong to me. If you don't believe it, truly believe it, and then act 100% in accordance with it as though you have it right now, it can't be brought into the field. This is quantum for you. So let, let's say this again. Let's take this million-dollar example. And I can see the million dollars in my bank account. I can see it right in. I log into my bank account. I can see exactly what it looks like. I can see the transaction below, and I can feel what it feels like. Man, does it feel great. And then from there, I backtrack in, and I realize how I got there. But in order to actually meet that version of myself five years from now, I have to act like that man today. I have to walk around with my head held high, my chest up. I have to be quick with with money and decisions just as I would be in that moment. I have to realize that that version of me is already out there and I'm just catching up to him. And if I'm able to do that consistently, right, 100% of the time, this means all the moments that I'm awake and all the moments that I'm producing, I have to act in accordance with this which can be tricky, right? That's, that's how it has to be though. But then you're saying to yourself right now, just as I would be saying, but what about when that negative stuff pops in? My coach, my mentor, my friend, Dr. Mark Atkinson has an incredible exercise for just this. When something like that happens, it's very simple. When a limiting belief pops in, when a negative emotion pops in your mind, when something comes in that's going to slow you down, pause for a moment. Breathe softly through your stomach. Relax your lower abdomen. Softly, whether with your face or just inside your mind, smile at the negative belief. Realize that negative belief had to come into your, into your psyche just for a moment. Welcome it. Don't resist it. If you resist it, you give it more power, smile at it, welcome it, greet it with open arms, and then gently usher it aside. And then get back to focusing on where you're going, not where you think you've been. See, a negative belief can only really be based around where you have been at some point else in your life. Because if you're creating, if you are divine and you're creating the future the way that you want to, then the negative will never happen then it's only a positive. But in order to truly embody that, you're gonna have to let go of the how and just believe it's gonna come. Because the path to get there, right? This magic path that I came up with to a million dollars of the clients and the order and how it's gonna happen, and this is the number of groups I have, and this number of people, and I have this whole schematic mapped out. It's a brilliant idea. And I hope that it will come. And it very well might. But what if the path takes a different turn, but the million dollars is still there and I still get to feel the love and abundance? I can't worry so much about the how and I just have to believe it's coming and I have to act in accordance to that on a daily basis. But what becomes the most fascinating is some research that's been done on how your cells activate, right? So your cells have an activation process to them, physically the vibration that goes on inside your body. And it's been tracked on EKGs and a number of different devices that when you feel positive emotion in the moment, right? I hand you a $100 bill and you're happy, man, thank you so much. And you're monitored and you're tracked and we see the cells expression and they respond a certain way, right? With gratitude, with, with wealth and with abundance. And it's incredible. But then we hook that same individual up to another, you know, machine that measures his internal vibration and we have him remember the moment in which he received the $100, months in advance, just to really think about it, sit with it, remember how it feels, the gene expression's the exact same. Your body has no idea the difference between what actually happened and what you believe happens. Yes, let that sink in for a second. It's been scientifically proven that your body, your gene's expressions know no difference between what you think is happening. And what actually happens. So why wouldn't you begin to fill your mind with positive forward-thinking thoughts that align with where you want to be? If you want a healthy, happy, committed relationship that's filled with love, abundance, sex, gratitude, all the things, a couple kids, you should embody that right now. If you want a million dollars in the bank, a custom-built home, and some nice cars in the driveway, a private plane that you can fly around in and create a massive impact in the global economy, you should believe that right now. And then once you believe it, you should act in accordance to it. This happens to be the part that leads into you giving gratitude to things that have not yet happened, but you want to have happen. In the previous episode, I may mention to you that I have changed my daily gratitude practice. It's all well and good to tell my wife, Lindsay, I love you because of something you did yesterday. And I will always do that because it makes sure that she knows that I'm present in our daily life. It also forces me to be present. It gets me unlocked from my own mind. But I've taken this a step further. I began now to practice gratitude for what we are achieving together. For what is coming in the future, but true, heartfelt, tear-jerking gratitude. What's it going to feel like when we map out our custom-built home, and we've researched land, and we found the right piece, and we invested in it together, and we find the architect, and we build the custom dream home, and we agree on all the specs and the details? What amount of love am I going to feel in that? How happy are we going to be together? how great is it going to be to have the gated driveway that's long and goes down by the river? And that as I open the, open the gates, right with the electronic opener in my car and the car happens to be the black Rolls Royce ghost with the chrome wheels and the black leather seats and the white piping around the seats. And I can feel and smell the leather in the car and the wood on the steering wheel. And I love the way it feels because I love the way the car was built and we're pulling into this driveway as we get back from Costa Rica, but we flew back on the private plane. We flew back on the private plane, not because of being boisterous, but because it saved time and because my whole family could come and because then I could bring more people with me to experience the gifts that happen here. How loving would that all feel to have my wife and my daughter with me everywhere I go? How incredible is it going to feel to know that I get to have the thing that I want, that I've worked so hard for, that I've impacted people's lives for? And not because of my material possession, but because of what goes into the acquisition of it. I give true gratitude for that life that we are building every morning. So much so that tears stream down my face when I think about it as I'm typing it. It's happened every day for the past 15 days that I've done it. My eyes water. I am so excited for how that life feels. I know it. I know I can feel it. Because I know that we get back what we send out into the world. And if I'm sending out positivity and love and energy and abundance and gratitude, And if I'm sending out what's coming, what I'm working towards, the impact that I make, the people that I get to influence, the clients that I get to work with, I know that if I put that out all the time there, it's going to come back to me. And who knows when it comes back officially, but in the moment it makes me feel a heck of a lot better to, to live that way than it does to live the other way, to live the way where I'm focused on the things I don't have. To warn folks on the pain and frustration of the daily life, of being trapped in the thoughts of the past instead of being propelled forward by a vision of the future. This is all Dr. Joe Dispenza's work. This is the foundation for his beliefs. And one of those foundations is we have to go beyond space and time to change, to truly make a change in your life. You have to be greater than your environment, greater than your body, and greater than time. Because in this quantum field, none of those things really exist. They're all just expressions. Your body is nothing more than energy. Great, we can see it in the physical form. But when you really look at it, the space in between the nucleus and the electrons of our body is more vast than the actual space they occupy. So although we see visual representations of solid matter... We're all just energy. We're all just space. We're all just imperfect creatures bouncing around and time doesn't actually exist. It's our memories of what have happened that make up our internal environments. It's just the way it is. Your memory, what you hold on to, makes up who you believe yourself to be inside. That is a vision or a memory of your past. So when you begin to change your mind and change what you allow in it and change what you focus on, you instantly begin to change your life. I mean, think about how good you will feel. I mean, think about it. Really, you think how you feel. You feel what you think. So your thoughts, what you allow in your mind and how you think expresses how you feel. And you feel what you think. So if you have joyous thoughts, you'll feel good. You will feel better. Feel happy. Feel radiant. Feel abundant. Feel beautiful. Feel sexy. Feel powerful. Anytime you feel less than those things, stop for a second. Soften your stomach. Smile at yourself. Welcome the thought. Let it, let it slide by. And then focus on being that beautiful, powerful self that you are. The abundant, divine creature that you're meant to be. And all this helps you avoid negative thoughts and emotions. Because those negative thoughts and emotions will keep you stuck. Just as they have up until this point. You see, many years of suffering and repeated cycle of pity and pain creates new chemicals in the body. Those chemicals, the, the release of those chemicals, those negative chemicals in your body have conditioned you to think negatively. Your body knows the chemicals and is now pre-wired to think negatively. So what happens is your body then resists when you try to break your bad habits. It puts up roadblocks. It creates issues that aren't really there. Help is only a thought away though. All you have to do is switch what pops in your brain. Alter your belief system of what's entering into your mind. And that habit starts to change. Conscious positive thinking cannot overcome subconscious negative thinking by itself, though. That doesn't work. The subconscious negative thinking is going to have to be replaced over a period of time with positive outcomes that get poured into by you by reaching towards what you want to achieve. Because your emotions are end products of past life experiences. And so we're pattern-based creatures, right? We're running on these old patterns. And the negative things that have happened in the past have created a new chemical pathway, a new chemical reaction in your body that you seek out more of that because that's what you've experienced. But you can signal your genes to rewrite your future by living a healthier lifestyle right now. That means what you put in your body. That means the natural and organic foods that we fuel ourselves with. That means a green smoothie that I recommend in the morning. You actually get to rewrite your genes and their expression. You get to begin to manifest and to own and to pull into the quantum field exactly what it is that you want to have in your life. And one of the best ways to feel that in the moment is to begin mentally rehearsing what that's going to look like. What is that mental future? I mean, if you think the world is gonna be a happy place, like you really think it's happy, then the world will start to appear as a happy place. It's crazy, I don't watch the television anymore. All the negativity that could ever exist on the news channels that are intentionally created to keep you sedated, to keep you focused on what you don't have, to great comparison, to give you more of the negative emotions that are trapped in your head, I don't pay attention to that. Even admittedly, my friend, social media. I use it because it's a necessary evil as it pertains to growing my enterprise and helping more people across the globe. But when push comes to shove, I'm not there consuming the comparative natures that go on. I'm happy for all my friends that have Lamborghinis and private jets and Rolls Royce got a bunch of people that are friends or acquaintances that have achieved that level of success. I'm truly, I'm truly ecstatic for them because I know I'm gonna be in that position too. And I'll get there by helping people and pouring into people. And I'll get there because I already know that I'm there. But if you've got to this point and you're curious about some of the things I spoke about with Dr. Mark Atkinson, he has developed an incredible, incredible training platform called the Human Potential Institute. That's humanpotentialinstitute.com and then my link is actually humanpotentialinstitute.com forward slash optimize. The Human Potential Institute was designed and developed specializing in all Dr. Mark Atkinson's teaching and is one of the only International Coaching Federation certified training courses that I have been able to find that exists inside the personal development space. What that means to you is if you're interested in leveling up your life, Maybe you don't want to become a coach. Maybe you just want greater access to something inside of you. The best way to do that is to sign up for an HPI course. You can do that with a $1,000 discount code right now by going to humanpotentialinstitute.com forward slash optimize and then type in the discount code optimize or optimize PP for payment plan. They have two different ways. You can pay it all up front or you can break it out over into payments. Either way, this is a 10-month course load that will completely alter what you believe to be possible for yourself. And if you are a coach or are interested in becoming a coach, it will change the trajectory of where your business goes. And if you like more information on that or all these quantum physics ideologies that we're discussing in this episode, head over to optimizelifeshow.com, download the complete commentary resources. I want to make an impact in your life. I truly want you to live a different reality than you might be experiencing right now. I have the tools, systems, and processes to help you do that, but what I give to you complimentary is complete access to all the resources we've ever created. That all starts on optimizedlifeshow.com. And from that place, I want to, I want to dive back into the episode of refreshing your memory that experience creates emotions. And those emotions turn into a mood. And then those moods turn into a temperament. And finally, that temperament turns into your personality. So let's think about this. Your emotions, what you fill your head with, the positive or negative thoughts, those are emotions that have been created by experiences, but experiences will be past term. So you had some negative experiences, you fill your mind with negative emotions, Negative emotions will eventually lead to a negative mood, and a negative mood for long enough will lead to a negative temperament. Negative temperament eventually ties into a negative personality. So, assuming you don't want a negative personality, how do we alter that? It's pretty easy. We start experiencing and living in the moment of joy and peace and gratitude and abundance right now. And those emotions will then turn into a positive mood and a positive temperament and a positive way of living. Those things are incredibly impactful because they change your personality. But you can't change if you live in a predictable future. Well, predictable because you're predicting things based off your past experiences. You have to change that based off of being focused on forward momentum, not thinking about backwards thoughts. So you have to stop living in past emotions and live in the new ones that you want to create or that you are creating. You have to audit consistently the thoughts that fill your mind. Because without that level level of auditing, you're never going to get to experience the life that you're truly capable of living as the divinely abundant creature that you are. How many times have you experienced a thought and it triggers stress in your life? Hmm, Probably quite a bit. You could be living in stress because you're afraid of your future. Right? One of those money fear things. Man, what if I run out of money? What if I can't pay the bills? What if my husband or wife cheats on me? What if they leave me? What if I lose my job? What if my car gets totaled? All those negative thoughts cause stress because you're afraid of the future. And that level of stress is a part of your daily thinking. And that daily thinking can make you sick or make you well. So when you consistently allow negative thoughts to be processed in you, it's a restrictive thing. It causes inflammation. Stress and inflammation are restrictive. That then becomes a genealogical expression of catabolism. Not cannibalism, catabolic. You're catabolic. And from a catabolic state, you're unable to fight off disease with the same capacity. Disease is dis-ease. Your body is no longer easy. It's against the ease. So some of the best ways to combat that are actually imagining right now that you're living the life you want every moment of every day. Own it for a second. Stop and think about it in the morning. Stop at midday. I took out my phone, right? The phone that you might be listening to the show on right now, and I typed up what my ideal life looks like the houses I have, the people that are around me in my life, the conversations I get to have, the travel I get to experience, the joy and abundance that I get to feel in every moment of every day, the impact I get to make in the world, it is all written down in a specific folder in my phone. 10 minutes every morning, I look at that. And I experience it as though it is present right now. And 10 minutes before I go to bed, I do the exact same thing. Now that alone again is not going to change what happens. It does change how I show up in the moments in between. It shows up with how I then think when I sleep. What I'm drawing into my subconscious. What my body then and my mind begins to search out as I go forward through life. I'm now able to see new presentations of new opportunities based off of what I'm searching for. But it's because I begin to imagine that I'm behaving like the person I want to be right now. I don't have to wait for some future day. I get to really be that person today. Because change entails new ways of thinking, new ways of doing, and new ways of being. You can't have those things happen without changing thinking, doing, and being. Because your life experiences ultimately end up defining your reality. It's crazy, right? I get it. You could have had a very, very unpleasant childhood. You could have come from impoverished backgrounds. You could have never had someone that was good with money to explain to you how the fiscal system works. You could have never been around an entrepreneur to show you how to make cash. Those are life experiences. Those are real things that have happened to you and those define your reality of what's possible. But the sheer fact that you acknowledge that that defines your reality gives you a chance to shift your perspective and get new insight to alter your reality. You have to be happy way before the abundance shows up. You have to feel happy in your soul in order to get the things that you want. Unhappy people typically don't become wealthy. Unhappy people don't typically live the life they want to live. Think of all the unhappy people that you know. The people around the water cooler that talk poorly about other people. The people that gossip back and forth with you. The people that want to make sure that you never live the life you want to live. Think about all those people. They're not happy. They're never going to get to achieve the amount of abundance that they actually want. Temporary pleasure will not bring them nor will it bring you happiness because you always want more. We're not seeking pleasure. You're not seeking momentary dopamine hits. We're not seeking temporary lifts. That's why we have to focus on internal happiness in the ever-present now. We have to feel it and own it. We have to rewire what we believe to be possible for ourselves. Because we need it. Because we don't want pleasure, we want change. So you have to be true to yourself about where you were and then change it. I say where you were because in this moment, you were somewhere different than right now. I know that if you've heard this and you've stuck through to this point in the the show, you want something greater. You're capable of something greater. The divine abundant version of you is holding on, begging for a chance to adhere to this. Just hoping and praying that this is the version of you that shows up. That means you used to be somewhere else. You can be somewhere you want to be. Because all material things, all the things you want in the material world, the things I just discussed, the custom home, the Rolls Royce, the private jet, the Lamborghini, the infinite ability to travel, the love and abundance and the connection with beautiful people across the world and not beautifully in the physical sense, beautifully in the emotional sense. All material things come from the material world. You just need time to cultivate them. It goes back to what I think about, I bring about, I know the color of the car I'm going to drive. I know the Rolls Royce. I know the steering wheel. I know the chrome rims, just like I know the Lamborghini. I know the Range Rover my wife drives. I see the exact layout of the house. I know the metal faucets. I know the color of the floors. I see the paint on the wall, the bed bed spreads, the couch colors. I know it all, inside and out because I'm I'm catching up to those things. It's not that I'm chasing them. I'm catching up to them because they already exist, just like your ideal life already exists. So I'm going to ask you to wrap up your day with a few few simple questions. The first question I want you to ask yourself at the end of every day is, how did I do today? How did I do? Be honest with yourself. Audit yourself on what you filled your mind with. Good thoughts, some bad thoughts, some momentary fleeting thoughts. How did it go? Then once you get real on that, and write these down. This is not some sort of, I'm just going to think about it. No, write these down. Take your worth the 10 minutes. Stop being in such a rush to die. You're worth the 10 minutes to do this. When did you fall from grace today and why? You know that grace is tied into that sense of abundance and and manifestation, right? That divinity that is you. And at some point, those negative thoughts creep in your mind. you got to think, well, why did that happen? And you're going to own it. And you're gonna write down exactly why it is. And then the final question is, when did you go unconscious? When did you shut off from the world? When did the autopilot kick in? When did you no longer chase that best version of you? When did you just accept, like, this is just how it's going to be today? Those three things, coupled with the creation of how you're going to attack tomorrow to not have those things happen again, and the three big things you're going to pull off that get you closer to the version of your life that you know already exists are the exact same things that are going to create the life that you want. You might not think this is possible. The first 20 times I heard this, I didn't think it was possible. It made no sense to me. This is all that spiritual mumbo-jumbo, that woo-woo, that doesn't work in the real business world. And then I started watching it firsthand. I started seeing people show up as greater versions of themselves. I started seeing people like, I referred to him on the past show, so I will refer to him again, Andy Frisella, who literally knew in his heart, knew in his soul, envisioned the fact of moving into Robert E. Lee's mansion and making it his own. Exactly where the man lives right now. It just took him 15 years to get there. And I bet he thought about that for 25 years. But lo and behold, his ability to produce, change the lives of people around him, and hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people across the globe, have provided him the ability to do that. What you allow in your mind creates your reality. And if you want to create a better reality, change what goes in your mind. I'm Ryan Nidell. Wishing you truly unlimited success.